welcome to Berkshire Business Voices, where we bring you the story behind the business in the rural county of Berkshire. So I'm delighted to welcome Leanne from Lani's Beauty in Ascot. Leanne offers a range of nail and beauty treatments and is passionate about creating a relaxed experience at affordable prices. Leanne, please can you introduce yourself and tell us how you came to launch Lani's Beauty? Hi, I'm Leanne. Lani's Beauty to me, quite a passionate subject. I started with doing nails first. I trained nearly seven years ago now. Okay, great. And it was something that my husband said to me, what would you want to do not to have to go back to work after maternity? So I actually went back to a full-time job, even though when I was trying to do some training. So it stemmed from there. So I ended up doing a full-time job and running Lani's Beauty, okay, (laughs) um, as you do. And then we moved. So I still ended up doing the two jobs, even though it's gone to the point now where... I got made redundant from John Lewis. So I decided to take on more beauty treatments and go as a full-time business. Um, Excellent. So that's where it's all stemmed from. Right. Um, and now, obviously, where we are with COVID and everything else at the minute, I'm shut for now. Yes. Um, but I can't wait to open. No, it's... I bet. Can you give us an overview then, Leanne, of the different treatments you offer, just okay. at a high level? Yeah. So I do all sorts of things, really. So gel, polish, manicures and pedicures. Mm-hmm. that's none of the sort of scraping dead skin and on feet yeah i don't do that i don't even claim to try and be qualified to go to that level right then we move over to the beauty side of things so lash lifts and tints okay. lash and brow tinting henna brows which is an up-and-coming thing and, and right. quite big now okay brow shape with facial waxing and spray tans really so there's quite a big range of things that there are yeah. within that yeah. as well there's obviously going to be more things that you do it's not just a manicure, it could be nail art, it could be right. gel coats and stuff like that. So it's all a bit different. Okay, excellent. So, so Leanne, what inspired you to start Lani's Nails and Beauty in the first place? For me, I've always loved doing my own nails. Mm-hmm. Even when I had my first child, I was given a manicure set for uh, one of my maternity gifts. And nice. it just never really clicked how much I loved doing nails um for me it's about it gives me the confidence it may only be nails and not everybody understands it but it just it makes me feel good right I'm a slightly larger person so for me I can control my nails and I love the fact that it makes me feel good about it nice so and that's what I wanted to be able to give other people and it started as a, a parents thing really that having had my two children I started it as quite an inexpensive thing for other parents that could have that done that's nice because yeah. not everybody is in the boat that they can go off and pay 60 70 pound for a manicure no and i don't need to charge that sort of price because i'm doing it at home so i don't have the overheads to have to charge those prices nice so that's yeah, why yeah. i do it the way i do it in comparison of around here i'm actually quite cheap right that's how i know i can give it back to the community and i know it's not a community thing but to me that's how i feel oh that's, that's nice yeah how passionate i am you say based in Ascot that there are a lot of quite expensive businesses there yeah. to say the least aren't there so I'm sure yeah. that compared to the high street prices you can charge a fair price and still yeah. do a great job it strikes me as well and this is a comment from somebody that doesn't have their nails done but it, it strikes me that it might be something which is much more difficult to do yourself just purely because everybody's either right or left-handed and so yeah. you can do a great <laughs> job of your of your weaker hand but maybe not so much of your stronger hand is that yeah is that something that people struggle <laughs> with I'm sure it must be a lot of people actually don't like doing it because it isn't it isn't isn't easy hmm. yes it is just a case of coating your nails with a polish of some kind but if you want that perfection 
it's not easy to do it yourself. I always say to people, I love doing everybody else's, but mm-hmm. actually now I'm at a point I don't like doing my own because <laughs> I can do everybody else's so well that when right. I my left, well my so when I do my left hand, it's fine. Yep. Yeah. The moment I switch over to do my right, it's a nightmare. So um, yeah. the fact that it isn't as simple as just putting a layer of polish on somebody's nails, no. it's about the finished product. Definitely, yeah, of course so, it is. Yeah. And how often do people come back for nail treatments? Obviously, of course, it depends on what your, your day-to-day life yeah. is in terms of how long the treatments last. What's your rule of thumb with that? It's roughly two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Some people go once a month. Okay. Um, and what happens is when, the, the, when your nails grow, the gel you can see the growth between your cuticle and the, the beginning of the gel right it's all about how much you can put up with that because a lot of people the moment it starts to grow they don't like that feeling they don't like what it looks like no. so they get it done again mm-hmm. but other people they don't mind and they go five or six weeks okay so yeah. it's it all just depends it's also a learning curve for me how people use their hands because every gel color is different and right. i could put it on two different people one person might come back with me with a couple of chips after within after a week or two. The other person might go six weeks without one, right. and it makes no difference. But it's all about I have to learn how people use their hands. Yes, of course. Once I've got that, it's like my regular customers. It's so nice to know that they have the confidence in me that I know what I'm talking about. Right. So I, I steer them clear of certain colours. So okay, that's nice. Them, yeah. If what colour are you looking for and they want a red? I'll steer certain people in different ways because I know what the colours are going to react to their hands. Right. That's so, nice, yeah. yeah. It's that personal feel for me. Yeah, you know, you develop expertise on your subject matter, don't you, as, yeah. as time goes on and you can you can help point people in the right direction. Is there any concept of maintenance on, on nails or is, there, is it a start from scratch with each treatment? You know, are you stripping back the nail and starting again? or? Yeah, so I say a takeoff process. So yep. I, I've got... Um, take off i call them take off hoods but basically they take off the gel polish right. mm-hmm. so we do start again so whereas yeah it, it makes perfect sense yeah you would i do don't that, do yeah. anything like acrylics acrylics mm-hmm. you you can go in for infills so okay. they'll take down the, the the bottom part of the nail and just infill the gap okay but for me i'm not keen on acrylics because i i personally feel they do too much damage mm. um so i just stick to my gel products because i know i can trust them i've done them for so long now that I know it doesn't do the damage to the nails. Okay, that's nice. Um, yeah. But it, it's really important for people to understand that you can't peel them off because it's right. a really addictive thing. When you sit there <laughs> watching TV and you get, if you get a lift on one of the corners and you think, oh, no. I'll just pick at that. But that's when the damage comes in. Mm-hmm. And that's when, if, it, if it's not taken off properly, that's when you start to do the damage. So oh. all my ladies, now I've been shut again, I've, all, I've said to everybody... If you need the takeoffs, message me and I'll send you them. Oh, that's nice. I'd rather you take it off the way it should be done. Yes. Than sitting there picking it off. Very good. I'm relieved that wasn't a stupid question after. No, it wasn't, not at all. (laughs) And is there anything else in that same vein that you can tell us about different styles of treatment and things that you would recommend and don't recommend? Because I think, you know, this this is obviously an area of interest. Yeah. There's all sorts of things. I mean, I've had nail biters that have come through who now have the most luscious nails ever. Oh, that's um, lovely. Yeah. And it's about, for them, if they can't get to their nails, they can't bite them. Right. And, that's a great know, point, actually, yeah. If you put gel on, you don't want to bite them because it looks so good. Well, and you just, yeah, you just put some money to have them exactly, done as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a lot of people, they actually pick and, and bite at the sides of their nails for right. the skin. Yeah. And it's, again, if you put gel on, they, they're not instinctively to do that. Nice. It's become a bit of a habit for people that, bite their nails and stuff like that that's what they do 
yeah it's, it, it's it's an unconscious sort of thing that exactly. people do isn't it in so, moments of stress or whatever yeah or boredom yeah <laughs> so if they know they've got gel on they won't mm-hmm. do it um right. i've had so it's actually one of my ladies she has a reaction to one of the chemicals in my gels oh dear so we've spent ages trying to work out exactly what it is that she's allergic to we found found out the, the item and what we, i've done is i've worked really closely with her to find the polishes that don't have that in that's nice so yeah she yeah. now buys them but mm-hmm. she comes to me for the treatments so okay. i then take it off properly i do everything that needs to be done but i use her materials basically right. and it's that the moment you put a little tiny bit of one of mine she comes up in blisters oh, so it's no. amazing that you find yeah. these things out and it's as simple as one product one item in that ingredients that she mm. can't have but it's been amazing for me to work it out with her that's nice yeah. what we can do yeah so um, i'm pleased that we could do that because brilliant it's yeah. a learning curve for me <laughs> and obviously dealing with skin it's very sensitive isn't it and yeah. people are very different skin conditions or yeah. i don't know if that's the right phrase but what do you do to take account of that with your treatments and guard against yeah. um, you know negative reactions so things like i won't treat if you've got really bad eczema, certainly mm-hmm. on your on your hands and your fingers, I tend not to do any treatments at that point. If somebody were to say to me, it's non-reactive to what I'm actually doing for them, then it's over to them. If they say they're happy for me to do it, then right. that's fine. Generally, I, tr- I don't like to because it can sting because you it's basically acetone that you're putting on to take the polish off. Right. And if you've got any open wounds or anything like that, it's going to really hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So we try not to do that. You've obviously got things like nail fungal infections that, again, mm. I won't go near because no. that then impacts on any of my equipment that I'm using. Yes, of course. Then you've got uh, psoriasis and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Certainly from the beauty perspective, if there's anything like that, any skin conditions, sensitive areas, I can't do it. No. We have to do patch tests for all the nail, all the um, eyebrow tints and the lash tints right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the lash lift because, again, it has to be done 24 hours before your treatment because right. if you have a reaction, you can't have it done. No, of course. But yep. there was, when I did my courses, it was the lash lift and tint. So there's several different products you have to use. The glue, which you use, it sounds quite heavy, but the glue you use to stick everything down. Right. One of the girls had had the patch test done, no reaction whatsoever. The moment she put it on her eyes, her eyes completely swelled up. <gasps> oh my God. You know, so yeah. we, we do it to prevent that's why the patch test is there but we can't yeah. guarantee that that's always going to be the case no it's always things that we we have to carry eye solutions and stuff like that anyway so you know there are things to prevent it right that's why all these things are done beforehand right sure but you, you're referring to sort of em, kind of emergency first aid type of treatments yeah. are you yeah okay yeah. that's that's reassuring isn't it yeah yeah so we've spoken quite a bit about the nails side of things leanne um, let, let's talk a bit more about the beauty treatments then so which are your more popular treatments let's start with that um, henna's definitely up and coming uh-huh. massively. I can't, I actually love henna right. because what henna does, if you've got a really light eyebrow yep. and some people, quite a few people have like scars and patches in their eyebrows. Right. Yeah. Henna, because it tints the skin, it gives you that fuller feeling. Okay. Whereas if you do a ordinary brow tint, uh-huh. it doesn't, it only, bra- it only tints the lash, the, it the can only work with hair, the hair that's there basically yeah. yeah yeah so henna really gives that real full effect so i'm i love henna i think it's definitely up and coming and you can go any color you like you can go as dark as you like or as light as you like <laughs> and how long um, does a henna eyebrow treatment last between four and six weeks okay mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's not bad 
and then also with obviously when you do the henna and everything else you do all the eyebrow shaping and the waxing and everything else so it kind of it really so it's I a full, love, full I service love, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah i love what it does okay, i great. do that like that um lash mm-hmm. lifts are definitely up and coming as well mm-hmm. because there is eyelash extensions which are quite popular right um, but the lash lift is using what you've got effectively for those that don't want to have lashes stuck to their own lashes it's the natural way of ha- of giving your lash a real lift okay. basically yeah i have trained in the eyelash extensions mm-hmm. um but then because of covid hitting i couldn't do it they they talk about your first set being about four hours to do oh wow and yeah. sitting behind a mask and a no, visor oh, to, no i couldn't do it, that, it? No. so at the moment that's put on hold until i feel comfortable that i can start practicing i've actually right. done them on my husband which i'm sure he'll be happy for me to say <laughs> taking them off straight away i was going to ask fair. that was my next question yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he's a, a guinea pig for many things yeah he sounds him. like a trooper yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah yeah very good so where did the name come from what's lani's <laughs> so this was my oldest friend we used to live our houses backed onto each other mm-hmm. And when we first met, she couldn't say Leanne. She was only two and a half, three. And I was okay. a lot young. I was even younger than that. <laughs> and Lani came out mm-hmm. and that was, it kind of stuck. And then nice. it became a nickname yeah. for the family mm-hmm. and it just went from there. So mm-hmm. when I then put this business together, I wanted something that wasn't a traditional nail or beauty name. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought, well, you know, Lani's not exactly a name you hear everywhere. No. So it, it just kind of went from there really. Mm-hmm. So, uh, nice. yeah, yeah it's, it's friendly, <laughs> charming, disarming, I think would yeah. be a good way to describe it. So, yeah, that's quite nice. a few of my so good newer, a name as any. Yeah. Yeah. Newer, newer clients tend to call me Lani because that's what they think my name is. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I must be a couple of times I've nearly called you Lani instead yeah. of Leanne and we've only been speaking for 15 minutes. So, yeah. So, I think it just. <laughs> I'm not bothered either way. I'll answer to anything. Uh, so, you're not able to work just now but hopefully with a matter of weeks away from things starting (laughs) to open up who knows but given that getting back to some semblance of normality in the new year what does 2021 hold for you do you have some some big plans to expand your treatments or what's uh yeah i've got a few bits and pieces listed um so i want to go into probably facials um i've been i've had loads of people ask me for ear piercing Mm mm-hmm and this is complete and utter random, but we're actually looking into doing candle making. Okay. Completely <laughs> that, off of a tangent. That is definitely out of left field, yeah. We just kind of thought this is sort of a fa- more of a family thing. I've, we've mm. even sat down with the kids and said, look, how do we fancy doing this? Nice. I don't know what the future holds at the moment because of all the, the COVID details. They could keep shutting me and I've got no income whatsoever. No. I can't wait and see if that happens. So we've just decided, right, what else do I personally that I love to do? Right. Can can I possibly look at trying to do? So we thought, well, okay, sit down. My husband's an accountant, so he's done the business plan. Mm -hmm. And it's just gone from there, really. So I'm hoping that even before I'm allowed to open the rest of the the beauty business, that candles will be launched and we'll be running those before Christmas as well. Great. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, I, I think I think candles is a good business. I I, I must have I've lost touch with him, but I knew a guy who quit the software industry to go and start a candles business and uh, was doing really well the last time I heard of him. So I think it's uh, I think it's a cool a, a cool uh, diversion. Yeah, something different. We mm-hmm. we've called it Lani's Candles, so we're mm-hmm. actually going to do it as a bit of a Lani's becoming a brand. Right. So who knows? That kind of opens the door quite a bit for almost anything that we could we as a family may decide to do 
Good. Yeah. And I think and, that's yeah. exactly the way to approach it. And if you know, if you this time next year, if you're running three or four different businesses yeah. under that umbrella, that's great, isn't it? It's, I yeah. think this is the it's the modern way. Okay. You know, the days when you work for 30 years for, for John Lewis or, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever your kids end up doing as a job, you know, <laughs> they're not going to be in that job for 30 years, no. are they? It's, it's, I, it's absurd to think that that's I did case. 22 years in John Lewis yep. before we made redundant. And at the time, I just the moment I found out I was redundant, I just thought, oh, my God, I can't I can't do this. I can't do anything on my own. I have to go to another yeah. corporate business. Hmm. But the nails was at a point that the next step would have been go, to go full time. Right. So I, I've never ever, we, even as I grew up with my family, we were never a family to take risks. Everything no. was quite a sort of, we went to I work. I know exactly we, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. my mum, my sister and me all worked at Waitrose and John Lewis. Yeah. Risk averse is, is, exactly. was, is the British way, I think, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So when it came up, my husband just said, you know what, why won't we, let's just try it. If it Brilliant. doesn't work, we'll work it out from there. Mm. And I'm really pleased that I took that jump. It's just the wrong year to have done it, I think. No, of course. But even still, I think, you know, five years from now, you'll look back and think, yeah, that was, you know, exactly. it, was, it was the best thing that ever happened to me was being made redundant from John Lewis. I'm quite sure exactly. about that. So this is the hardest question of all in these interviews. And that is what differentiates you from other providers, would you say? For me, it's about the, a complete personal and professional service right. tailored to the client's needs. Okay. So, as I said, I stick with gel nails because I'm confident in providing that. Right. I won't lie to you and say, yes, yeah, stick with me, stick with gels. That's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If that person doesn't want it, that person yeah. doesn't want it. No. If that person says acrylics are better, that's mm-hmm. their opinion. Yeah. I won't enforce how I feel no. on you. It isn't about the money of the business. For me, it is a personal thing. Yeah. And if somebody were to come in and their eczema had flared up, I wouldn't just carry on and do that treatment just because they're in for a treatment and therefore that's money that I would have earned for that hour yeah I would say no we're not going to treat because that's not what I think is suitable right now basically a lot of people say because I'm honest that's why they like coming to me that's nice yeah and I think people do respect and appreciate that and in the short term you may be turning some business away but in the long term it stands in great stead for building those long-term customer relationships which is what a business like yours will thrive on isn't it yeah exactly so it is quite serious to me in that sense I want people to know they can trust me what's the best way for people to find out more about your business and the different treatments that you're offering Leanne Uh, Facebook if I'm honest yep I did look into a website Mm-hmm. Um, but personally for me, I think Facebook is as good a tool as any. Yeah. Yes, I could do things on a website, but I just think it's more cost that doesn't need to be there. So Facebook under either Lani's Beauty or Lani's Nails. Right. I've kept them separate because people don't sometimes want them. They just want nails or they just want the beauty. Yes. So otherwise you have to do a whole new searching thing. Well, I'll put a link to both yeah. in the show notes with this yeah. interview so that people can find them um, just by clicking through from underneath the podcast. Yeah, that's cool. And so how should people best get in touch with you then? Would that be through Facebook or through contact Facebook, details? Yeah. Um, the messenger on my Facebook page is the best way. Okay. There, there is a thing on my page which says to request an appointment mm-hmm. and it will give you a, it will tell you accordingly to Facebook, it will tell you my diary schedule. However, it doesn't actually work but you can't oh, turn it off. Ah, right. So I've found out from Facebook that they haven't worked out how to turn the diary off when it's turned on. Oh, no. Which is really frustrating. That is, because people yeah. are making thinking they're making bookings when they're not yeah. actually. So, uh... so I always have to start with, I'm really sorry, I'm not free, and the yes. diary doesn't match, but what I can give you is 
this. Right. <laughs> That's a shame. But when you are open again, hopefully in December, Leanne, what hours do you work typically, um, just so people can get a sense of when when they might be able to book with you? Yeah, so I don't have a specific time. Mm-hmm. I work to what everybody, anybody ever needs. Right. Um, I would, if I need to, I'll do a 15 hour day. If mm-hmm. I don't, I'll do a two hour day. There is no opening time or closing time. Other than school runs, I will do what I need to do nice. yeah. around for that. I've worked... But- quite a few 15 hour shifts before a holiday because i've had to try and get everybody in <laughs> yeah i guess yeah clear away. clear the decks before you go away yeah, yeah. but that's so, great that's a true yeah. service business and and people are mostly coming to you are they or, or do you do you take yeah. your service to them um... yeah so i used to be mobile right before covid mm-hmm. the trouble is now when you're talking heavy sterilization for mm. everything if i'm taking my equipment into everybody's houses i don't know how no sterile you I can can't make you that. just can't can't make that covid safe can so you? i've made basically made it now that i'm working from home because right. otherwise i couldn't supply a confident covid experience effectively. no and that's so important so i think that's yeah. a great decision yeah absolutely. so i've got every, all the covid stuff in place everything that all the the um barbicide uh certification and everything oh, else yeah. Yeah, yeah you know so everybody has their own set of files face masks and nice. everything else so everything's wiped down between each one yeah so i know that every person that comes in you are walking into a sterile environment. That's great. Yeah. So important at the moment. Yeah. Leanne, thanks so much for your time. Looking forward to seeing your business thrive in 2021 as we emerge from the the difficulties of 2020. Fabulous. Thank you very much. Berkshire Business Voices is a business directory focused around the use of audio interviews published as a podcast. For more information about how to get your Berkshire-based business featured on Berkshire Business Voices, please visit our website at berkshirebusinessvoices.com.